Hey y'all, this is Madison McMahon, cheerleader for the Birmingham Stallions. I meet and talk to other sports fans all the time, and one thing I found is we're tired of the same old thing. We don't want redundancy with a lot of stats. We want to be entertained and informed. That's why we listen to Patriot Sports Radio. If you're looking for a fresh perspective and no stress sports talk, subscribe to Patriot Sports Radio, the fastest growing sports podcast in America. What's up, everyone? It's your host, Jonah. Welcome back to the Blue Collar Enlightenment Show. And if you're new, thanks for tuning in. Smash that follow button so you don't miss any new episodes. Today, we have the crew from Gen X Talks. They are a viral family on TikTok and YouTube. Not only that, they have a full-blown podcast. I've been pretty excited to talk to these guys for the last couple of weeks, so let's get this going. How are you guys doing? Well, you know, I guess I could be better, but all things considering, I'm still alive. And for an old guy like me, that's a plus, baby. That's a plus. Yeah, uh, I'm doing good as well. Sorry to be here. Nice. Uh, so tell us a little bit about yourselves. Uh, let's go with Gen X Dad first. Uh, I was born Christmas Day in the year of our Lord, 1967. And uh, I am married to wonderful Gen X mom. She's the better part of my life. And we both tolerate Gen Z kid and his camera. And I, I'm Gen Z kid. I'm the creator, founder, whatever you want to call it, of Gen X Talks. I'm a senior. I'm now a senior in high school. So uh, we've been doing this for like a year and a half or so. Yeah. And I'd say we've been quite successful. And I'm glad that we get to be on your podcast and do stuff like this through yeah. Gen X Talks and with my family. So. I should have said that too. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Of course. I've been super excited. I've been watching you guys since you started. It just <laughs> uh, when I when I finally reached out to you guys and finally had the guts to do it and you got back with me, uh, <laughs> I went crazy. But <laughs> so, <laughs> let's go with a little bit where it began. What was the whole idea that you had behind this when you got started? Okay, so at first, back up to like 2018, beginning of TikTok, TikTok's like going around school, and I was like, man, I've always wanted to be internet famous, I'm going to try to do TikTok. So I I did these like really cringy videos, and and those have never seen the light of day ever again, (laughs) Um, and I just never gained any views, any followers, because I did like generic TikTok stuff. And I remember my dad telling me like a year after doing it, he said, you need to find something that's unique, that your niche, that's something unique to you. And at first, I don't even know if Gen X dad remembers this, but the first video I ever filmed like with him for TikTok was on my personal TikTok. It was the me being an adopted kid. What? It was the the stick. I don't remember that. I was like, the punchline was that, because I'm adopted. Like that was the whole thing. And I remember filming the first one, thought it was like, eh, it's all right. I posted no views. So I thought Gen X dad, he's, he's great. And I thought he's hilarious and he's unique to me because he's only my dad, nobody else. 
So, so I filmed videos of me annoying him, ambushing him, and they took off. And now we're here today with just branching out all over the place on every platform. You know, I kind of remember you doing that a little bit about that that adopted child thing. That's a vague. Mm-hmm. You're right. I do remember that was. A it was long the time first ago. one. The first one was at um, Bima's, our grandma or my grandma, because she has like pictures of all the grandkids on the wall. And oh, I only yeah. had one. I only had one picture compared to everybody else having like four. So, <laughs> That's right. So, so we I said. Was, I remember telling you, you said just because you're adopted, so no one. Mm-hmm. We only wanted one picture of you and the family. We had to, but yeah. nobody wanted your picture. That's right. I forgot yeah. about that. <laughs> but I'm not adopted. That was just the punchline. You know, <laughs> just making sure. <laughs> That's funny. Well, blue collar guys there. Now you yeah. got the insides track. That's a story no one's ever heard before. Yeah, that was I remember. I remembered that like three days ago. So wow. and that's yeah. why I'm doing this. I'm trying to pull that extra <laughs> info. out. <laughs> so, well, I guarantee no one's got that story but you. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so how what was that feeling for you gen x dad when your son went viral and he came up to you and said dad everybody loves you what what was that mindset going into this well the first video he did that kind of worked what'd you end up get on that first video that first video got like 200k in the first day and now it's sitting at like 700k so um i didn't even know what that meant he's like he goes yeah we that thing we shot in the garage. And I go, yeah, where you pissed me off. He goes, yeah, no, no. I posted that. It's got like 200 and some thousand views. I go, what the fuck does that even mean? What is, what do you mean? It's got a bunch of views. And I didn't, and then I didn't quite get it. Then later he's like, no, no, you don't understand. That's, that's people that keep sharing mm-hmm. the video, liking the video, rewatching. I go, who the fuck would have enough dumbass time in their life to watch you and I argue about something over and over again. What kind of idiots are you showing this to? And, and I, I didn't, I didn't even get it. I don't think, I don't think that I understood that people were actually giving a shit about us doing this for probably five or six more months. I, then it was starting to sink in that because he had us do a, a live where he just held up the camera and we were both on there talking for a minute. But I, I got the opportunity to actually talk to people that that were watching and they're like. Then I was seeing the dude, we watch you, you know, my brother watches you, my dad watches you. All of a sudden, I was like, whoa, so this isn't a bunch of 12-year-olds just watching mm-hmm. some grumpy old guy. It, there's actually, there's some traction here. I didn't, I didn't get it till about then. He knew a lot sooner than I did what was going on, by far. I kind of knew, like, after a couple videos, because, like, anybody can have a viral video, like one viral video, but then it happened th- like three more times in a row. And I was like, dad, you got to really understand what we have here. This is potential. And he, like he said, he didn't really get that until like six months. Yeah, yeah. Like months down the road when we were at like 500 K maybe. So when do you get a lot of feedback from fans about what they like about your videos? The feedback we do get is on our live streams, a ton of people, because that is more of a game show to us when we do our big show live streams. Now, feedback on the videos, to be honest, it's more people judging us on the videos. It's really weird because it's different. You can put up the same video on every platform and people respond differently everywhere. Mm -hmm. He's right. It's, it's It's really weird. It's like, great example, our dead horse video. It has 26 million views on TikTok, 
And the first, like, 50 comments, most of them are, your dad's abusive. Your dad is, like, he's... Toxic. Yeah, toxic. And then there's others that are just, like, this is the funniest video I've ever seen. There are verified creators, like, commenting, and they're, like, super famous people thinking it's hilarious because they know, like, oh, it's it's a joke. Maybe it's, like, you know, he's not super serious. Maybe, like, it's it's funny. Then there are other people who my dad calls TikTok therapists who say... Um, like, oh, your dad is so abusive. You need to they, get out of there. They judge you and your family and how your parenting is over a sixty-second fucking video. You know, they're like, we need to call. A, we need to call child protective services, and you know, we need to have this man taken down. I'm like, fuck you over a video. Mm-hmm. You out of your fucking mind. You know me for sixty seconds. You're gonna pass judgment on me. I mean, it usually takes people at least an hour or two to know I'm an asshole. No way are you doing it that quick. (laughs) (laughs) So how many times do you kind of have to tell people, hey, this is kind of just a joke. It's just me fucking with my dad type ordeal. Usually, hopefully, what we expect is that we don't have to say it at all. I walk in with my pep-up intro like, do you ever wonder what a Gen X thinks? Like, I'm all peppy and like, yeah, woohoo. And then I walk in and I ask him a question. Like, these are real experiences that happen. And obviously, Gen X dad might be a little, like, ticked off, more ticked off because of the camera. If I asked him that question while we're sitting down at dinner, I'd get a completely different response. I yeah, feel like people he, really need to understand that. He fucking walks around with that camera so often. You know, when people say, well, he walked in with the camera, so you know you're on camera. The kid has a camera on all the time. He has it on when we're there. See, it's right now. He's got it everywhere. The whole family is used to it. There's nobody that now goes, oh, my God, he's got a camera. Let me fix my hair. Let me straighten my hat. Nobody gives a shit anymore. You know, you just get colorblind to that stuff when it's, when it's all the time. You don't even care. But the the irritating part is that, for me, is that he expects me to be witty and clever and accurate in, in, in with my response. And how often can anybody do that? I can't, he must do this thing four or five times a fucking day. And I, I get, I I'm all bamboozled in my head. I'm like, I can't understand what mm-hmm. I'm even talking about. Shut the fuck up and go away. Well, he can't use those because I didn't get to his answer. So I know what he's looking for when he walks in with this shit, but it's, it's completely frustrating when you know what he's looking for and you just can't deliver. It's like, dude, I don't want to fucking talk to you right now. Mm-hmm. No, I don't know. I don't, I don't want to explain the Geneva convention in less than 30 seconds. No, I don't. So I, I will say like, I do give him off days. Like when I don't record him like occasionally. And I always tell him like the first time you answer with a good answer, I stop. I stop. Oh, he tells me that all the time. He goes, you know, if you just cooperate the first mm-hmm. time, we wouldn't go through this four more times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you, oh gosh, oh the son is the producer of it all. That's funny. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Director, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you? So does a lot of your friends obviously know you're doing this, and not a lot of people know who you are mm-hmm. actually. I'm guessing. Yeah. So how is that I, at school? So at school. I don't walk around telling everybody like if you find out, you find out. And I'm like, Oh yeah, that's me. Like, hi, but, um, all my friends, they know friends of friends. They probably know. And it's, it's like, I just tell them like, Hey man, just don't say my name. Like just be cool about it. 
and they my close friends don't treat me differently the friends of friends who don't know me very well they kind of treat me like a big shot like i like I, I don't know they just treat me like oh he's tiktok famous like generic but i don't know i feel like it hasn't impacted my school life that much maybe a few like jokes here and there but that's it what about you gen x dad how's it affected your life Ooh, I got a great story for this one. I know you asked him. So he walks. You just you just hijacked my I, question. I get home. And I see him. He's wearing his Gen X dad shirt. You know, I made him he got one. It says Gen X Dad on the back of the Gen X Talks logo with the black shirt. You know? He said he went to Lowe's in the morning because he told me he was going to Lowe's. He goes to Lowe's. He walks around Lowe's for 30 minutes with his Gen X dad shirt, thinking he'll get recognized. And he doesn't. He comes home with all the stuff. He goes back to Lowe's like two days to see if he'll get recognized again. And he goes to the same Lowe's I got recognized in like a month ago. And he's like, he's throwing a hissy fit that he did not get recognized. In his okay, that's statue. kind of the story. That's, that's sort of that's, the story. No, that's the best way it could be interpreted. Okay, you, I want to hear okay. from the man himself. Let's hear it. Okay, you got your version and I got the truth. All right, so let's go from there. Um, I was the only clean shirt I had. And I don't like just walking around with it on because it, it does draw attention. People will see you like, what the fuck is Gen X toxic? Because it says it. And Gen X dad. So they Google it on their phone real quick. Then everything comes up like, oh, yeah, I know that fucking guy. Mm -hmm. So I don't normally just wear it. I had no more clean shirts. These are nice shirts. So I grabbed one and I headed to Lowe's mm -hmm. and I'm like, oh, if I can just get in and out, get my stuff, nobody will have time to see my shirt. Um, I'm just going to go in, go out and be done. So I go in and go out and I come mm -hmm. home like, you know, and then Gen X mom and the kid like, oh, did anybody? No, not one fucking person. Well, I thought that's what she wanted. Well, yeah, but now that nobody said anything, I'm pissed. You know, I, I didn't want to be noticed, but now that nobody actually did it. So I go back again. And now this time I'm like walking around backing into people because the name's on the back. You know, oh, I'm sorry. Did I bump into you with my big Gen X dad shirt? Sorry about that, buddy. You okay? You know, and I'm nobody's still getting anything. Finally, one lady in the in the tool section, I'm there. She goes, excuse me. I said, yeah, she goes. Can, can you help? Can you come here? And I said, yeah, she goes, and I'm thinking she's going to say, I know you. She asked me like where the ladders were or something. I'm like, <laughs> I quit going to that Lowe's with my shirt on. Fuck those people. <laughs> oh, shit. So what do your friends say to you? Like your old, nobody, your older friend, do they know even know? Anybody, uh, yeah, everybody kind of, uh, well, you know, we, you, you're doing a lot of this during COVID, so you're not hanging out with anybody. I don't meet any with the, I don't meet up with anybody where they can say, Hey, I saw your video. Um, but most of that time was, uh, people would send me an email or text my phone with a link and say, Oh, I saw your video. You're, you know, you're famous and you get a bunch of that in the beginning, but most Gen Xers don't give a shit. Most people my age, they, they acknowledge it. They think it's cool. They figure, you know, something like that would happen with the kid, you know, being irritating. But other than that now, and it's the same with family. It's, my brother-in-law has gotten a, a, he's older than me and he gets a kick out of it every now and then because um, we've done a lot of interacting in the last few months mm. because my mother-in-law was passing away peacefully, gracefully, and just old, but he has been around more. So he's had some time to sit 
with his younger sister, my wife, and say, God, you know, you're, you're this is a kid and bridge, bridge, look what they're doing here. And that's been kind of fun because he hasn't really paid that much attention. And then now that he gets the whole vibe of it, he's kind of like, yeah, that's the way I think too. Well, you know, we're similar age. So that's been kind of cool. But other than that, most people just skip right by. What platform do you guys like the most? We were talking a little bit about platforms and how they're all different. Which one do you like the most? Um, definitely YouTube, in my opinion. It's easy to create. YouTube actually cares about their creators, you know, they because it's like their whole stick, you know. And the community that we've developed there is so intricate and so caring and like actually wants to know about us and they look forward to every video that comes out. They care. They're literally friends with Gen X dad. If you go on the live stream, it's like you're hanging out with them. And I think YouTube has probably been the best culture we've cultivated out of all the platforms. I would agree with that completely. He's got more followers on TikTok by a lot. Oh oh yeah. By a ton on TikTok. the, The, the group that is, in YouTube, there's a solid number of people in there. I think they're more loyal fans in YouTube mm-hmm. to him than anywhere else. I say I'm not saying I don't like any specific platform. I like all the communities we have across all platforms. Now, I don't like TikTok in general because I get like 30 cents a video, maybe a couple bucks here and there, and they shadow ban us for no reason. I ha- I got permanently banned at one point. For, he got his account deleted at one point. He yeah, they it shut was off like the account. Gone. I remember and, that. I remember that little video. Y'all were talking about it. Yeah, it's just the people on TikTok. There have been some originals right there, like the fans right there in TikTok. You know, from the very beginning, they're super cool. I like them a ton. I just wish I could interact with them more, but TikTok doesn't really give you the tools to do so. So agreed. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't dabbled into TikTok yet. I don't think I will. I mean, I have a few YouTube videos out that just promote the show. They're just little YouTube shorts, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Honestly, TikTok, you just jump in and find out. So Yeah, there's no planning in there. Like, like he just said, the support that you get from YouTube, if you really use every tool and aspect that mm-hmm. you really put in the time, they're there for you. I've never seen anything like it. I would not have expected it at all. I hear YouTube is actually coming out with a podcast platform. Did y'all hear about that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I have. In fact, it might even the the beta testing on it might be out already. Um, I I we you know we have a podcast, but um, well, what we did was when we transferred everything over to YouTube, we took um, uh, all of our podcasts and put them up on a playlist called podcast. So it just had a picture that was stationary the whole time, but you could listen, you know, if you had it on your TV, the picture would come up and the podcast would play or on your phone or whatever. So it was, it was a video format, of course. Um, but you could listen. Well, that's the only thing that we ever got banned on. We got pulled from YouTube was our podcast because of one, something I said in one of the episodes. So we pulled them all because, I I go a lot further in a podcast than I do anywhere else because there's less restrictions and more time mm. and more time. Yeah. Yeah. You got more time to think. I understand. I understand that. And I'm glad we rolled into the podcast uh, because I, I, when I first talked to you, I didn't even know you had the podcast <laughs> and mm-hmm. I started listening and it's become, you know, it, it rolls through 
on my playlist and I've listened to a little bit of the Maverick. I didn't want to get too deep into that because I'm going to watch, go watch that movie. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was hilarious that your mom got you Gen Z kid. That was great. And then I rolled into the family that you did by yourself. And I listened to that all the way through and I enjoyed every minute of it. Do you guys get a lot of, your followers from the other platforms coming to listen to your podcast? Uh, we, I think the, the people that listen to the podcast are already kind of what I would describe as dedicated, hardcore. They're dedicated followers. They're really interested in us as mm -hmm. a family. So they will go back and they, they find the podcast and um, we, well, we go through the threads. We try to do, we try to handle the comments on everybody. Um, the kid and I will take turns just going through and liking stuff and erasing stupid stuff and commenting. And a lot of, every now and then you get someone who says, you guys need a podcast. So to which we reply, we have one, here's the link. So, you know, it's a lot of work, but you pick up, uh, you pick up one or two followers a day, one or two listeners a day. Um, but they seem to stick. They seem to be very dedicated to going back and listening to all of them all the way through and finding out more about us as a family, but just as a podcast growing nationally growing virally not even a little bit nobody mm -hmm. even gives a shit what we're doing on there uh, you can't buy a vowel on uh, on a podcast there's we're, we're like, lost in a sea of others it's kind of like anytime we try to promote it in a short you know or a tiktok or any video to be honest it's really hard to get people to like come listen to our podcast i feel like a lot of our followers and subscribers aren't people who listen to podcasters. It's honestly seems like it's unlucky for us. That's the, no, no, that's the truth. The people that mm -hmm. are shorts people and reels people and TikTok where they like watching mm -hmm. those 60 second videos. Mm -hmm. It's almost like none of them like podcasts. They're not podcast I, people. You know, they don't, they don't care for it that much. Mm -hmm. There's a very small number. I think he's right on that. I would attribute to that because I cannot listen to podcasts. There's <laughs> one, there's like a couple podcasts that I can kind of listen to sometimes. Like I really have to focus to it because I want to know what they're saying. If I have it in the background, then I get lost and I forget what they were saying and then I, I don't enjoy it as much. So I don't know. I'm just not a podcast listener. It's kind of a, uh, <clears throat> what, what, what do they say? It's an acquired taste podcast. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you got to really yeah. be able to get into them, especially when there some of them are you know, hour and a half long, two hours long, you really got to be dedicated to it. Well, like I said, our, the, the people that find us entertaining um, are mostly in the video sector. And I would tell you that, that the, the, the tight knit group that I will tell you, it, like, like the kid said earlier, that we're almost like a family. Um, there's a bottom of the glass of nation within Gen X talks and there's a lot of them that will go listen to the podcast. And, but it's it's not just for the sake of being part of Gen X Talks. They're really interested in every aspect of what's going on with the kid and his life and the activities he's part of and, and what I'm doing and how Gen X mom feels still dealing with her beating you know leukemia years ago. There's They, they just know a lot about us. So we get an audience from that um, as a byproduct of what we're doing on the video. Our podcast does not lead the way in anything. Yeah, podcasting is a hard, uh, hard ceiling to break through. I know. <laughs> I've only been doing it for a couple months, but I feel like I'm in it for the long haul. I might as well be. I've invested in it, 
and I enjoy talking, like bringing you guys on and talking to me. It's been really awesome. Yeah. And uh, uh, so if you could go back now and instead of doing your TikTok videos or doing a podcast, would you have done it both at the same time so that way you could kind of equally it, equal market it and try to grow it bigger? I think we should have... I think TikTok was probably the best place we could have started, especially the time we started. Yeah. Because it's easy to break through to TikTok. It's hard to keep up the pace. So, like, yeah. once you get in, you got to keep going. So yeah. that's what we did. Now, the main thing I would change is YouTube because we tried to get in early, like, February of 2020. Like, we started. And then we just got lazy and dumped all of our stuff on YouTube. And it took us a couple months to clean it up. So I don't know. It's just that's we've one learned thing a I lot. Change. We've learned a whole lot from it. But um, I'm agreeing with the kid on most of that. I don't think that you know. There's some way. I know what you. I know what your question is. I got it. You know, would you have started over and said, "Okay, I'm going to make a TikTok and I'm gonna put it up on Instagram and I'm going to put it on YouTube and I'm also going to start a podcast and I'm, and promote them all at once"? And some ways that might be the best idea. But I'm, but there's also a school of thought of like build something up and then drag your, if you get a good following on TikTok, drag them over to YouTube or drag them over to the podcast. You get a following here, start telling them, pointing them in the directions where they can feed your next project. I'm not, I don't know which one's better because we have had the opportunity to try those things both ways. We've had an opportunity to start things up. We, and we've tried a bunch of stuff that has failed. Believe me, mm -hmm. I, we fucked up and ruined shit more than anybody we know. <laughs> I promise you, <laughs> we've ruined. We were. What was we? I did that blog for a while that I was trying to oh, interact no, with people. Yeah. That failed. What was the one we were on? That green triangle thing, posting uh, our videos. Was it? Is it called Rumble? Or yeah, Bumble? Rumble. Rumble. What was the orange one? We quit. We quit the orange one with. Oh, the that was Clapper. Yeah, Clapper. We got rid of that. I mean. It just, there's some stuff you try and you can, and even once you have an audience and you point them at that, it's too much work. It's too much effort. You're not getting anywhere. And there's especially no benefit. Since, especially since like Rumble and Clapper, we were just posting these same videos it just like didn't, for stuff like that. So let's just say you start a TikTok channel, right? And you have an Instagram page. Now, if you're only going to post the same stuff on both of them, what's the point of people on TikTok going over to Instagram if they're just going to see the same stuff? Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a weird dynamic and everything's different. Every platform's different. And one video that does really well on TikTok um, gets ignored on Instagram. And then I put up one that he had me post. He goes, he goes, Hey dad, I'm going to school, post this one on mm -hmm. Instagram. So we posted it and it got 500,000 views like in three days. And I'm like, what? this was doing nothing on every other platform, What? it's just the people. The people have mm -hmm. on Instagram, they're more nostalgia. This was a nostalgia video and it really took hold. Mm -hmm. It's weird. I don't know. So like every platform we have has cemented like a little piece of Gen X talks. Yeah. Or we're trying to. Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> Facebook, sorry. That, could, that, <laughs> that, that couldn't have been a better answer right there. So are you, are you scoring us? We got like little scorecards. <laughs> no, it, it, I'm still <laughs> winning, right? If yeah. I'm not winning, I'm out of here. I want to be winning. <laughs> I thought we were scored together. Are we, oh are we yeah, then up, we're okay. Yeah. We're going up against everybody else. He's interviewed. Oh, oh we just have to yeah. beat them. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Now I'm back to being worried again. <laughs> um, so there's different kind of people on different platforms. Do you find uh, that people 
do you find different platforms uh, like you guys differently? Oh, 100%. They like us for different reasons. They like us because of different content, really. Because Instagram, we have nostalgia posts. It's like one of those, do you remember this old thing from the 80s? Here's the nostalgia, and that's what they like about our Instagram page. On TikTok, they like our yelling videos a lot, where he's yelling at me a ton. YouTube likes more of the sentimental, more serious questions, too. So it's like they all like us for different reasons. There are obviously platforms that like us more because there's a ton of people on TikTok who uh, obviously don't like us because we got reported a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, that's just my my assumption, my analysis. Is there a lot of Karens on TikTok? Yeah. <laughs> on, e- on every platform. Yeah. In your live chats, do you ever get those Karens in those chats? 100%. Yeah. And I encourage it. I encourage <laughs> I encourage it because whenever they do that, he blows up. I take I edit it out and make it a video. So, I mean, we ha- he has a thing. <laughs> he has a playlist called Gen X Slices and it's on YouTube and they are slices of my live streams, sometimes important stuff, mm-hmm. um, but a lot of time he just waits for me to go off on somebody like he doesn't know cuz he was at school today. Um, but I, I fucked up with, we're talking about the two, the two, uh, uh, had YouTube and Facebook going at the same mm-hmm. time. I did not mean to be live on two platforms at once. Um, but I'm learning Streamlabs, and he, there's some stuff I tried to do without him here and I fucked up. So I'm trying to do them both. I'm, I'm, I'm for like the first 10 or 15 minutes. I'm apologizing. All right, look, I fucked it up. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay, I got the I got the chat over here for YouTube. You guys sit still and work. I got the chat over here for Facebook. I'm working and I'm trying to do it. And some fucking asshole comes on here and in YouTube, he goes, Hey man, you're broadcasting live on Facebook and YouTube at the same time. That's really fucking lame. I was like, no fucking shit, it's lame, dumbass. Where have you been for 20 minutes? I'm not trying to do this. It's a fucking accident. This is literally damage control, you motherfucker. You know, and I I mean, I I went off sideways and literally I'm I'm screaming at the I'm getting close to the fucking camera. I'm screaming at the motherfucker. I keep repeating his name so the whole world will know what a piece of shit he is. And I kind of glanced to the comment section on both sides, and all of our regular followers are going. This will be a slice. This will be a slice. Here's a new slice video. It's going to be a slice video. Hey, Brandon, you just made the slice reel. Mm-hmm. Ah. I do. I do recall rolling past a video where he, I guess you did this and you clipped out. This cat made you scroll all the way All back the way up. To yep. find just his stupid ass comment for you to say. What was his name? It was Robert Jones. Robert Jones. Oh my God! Uh, I know that guy. I, I know that guy. that guy. Man, oh. that was that was the first. I think that was one of the first slices. Yeah, it was one of the because. first ones where, because I I I'm I'm becoming known as as a guy who tries to read all of the comments. I read as many as I can. I think it's important. And other creators will make fun of us and tell me, you know, don't eat, don't drink during a live stream and never read the comments. Just glance at them, say something once in a while, but get on with your program, say what you're there to say. And I'm like, well, I'm trying to read stuff. I mean, isn't this kind of like we're sitting around a campfire? We're sitting around a bar, right? 
I mean, you, you talk and I talk and I, I won't know what to say if I'm not reading what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So then this guy says that, that so I'm, I'm really trying and people are noticing. And this guy came along mm-hmm. and says, what do I have to do to pay to get my comment read? I'm like, no, dude, I'm, if I'm actually the guy that, that reads them. No, well, you didn't read my comment. All right, well, let's scroll all the way back up to find it. And his comment was, how do you feel about paying child support? Are you fucking kidding me? That was your goddamn comment. That's what you stopped our live stream for. That's what you enter because of this heavy hitting burden on the world today. How do we feel about child support? You miserable piece of shit. You mother. And I, I mean, I, I came out of left field. I, I ripped up second base. I ran up into the stands and I beat that guy with the second base bag. That's what it felt like <laughs> just to go. You're out of your fucking mind. You want to know an interesting story that only a few people know about this? Oh, I'll tell yeah. you something. Let's hear it. Okay. So um, we um, we did another live stream one time. I was totally hammered. I was drinking. And that's not the part you just, you know, every, everybody knows that. That's common. <laughs> that's, that's not the secret. Um, and uh, there was a, I, we call it the Joe Rogan um, uh, story because um, I, I say stuff like, well, if I don't do what I'm supposed to do tonight, Gen X mom ain't going to give me no badonkadonk. I get no badonkadonk, you know, and I, you know, it's a, it's an older terminology. Not everybody uses it. Well, then someone played me, um, they, they played me a, uh, uh, an excerpt from Joe Rogan. Hey, well, I know it's funny. I think it was Robert Jones who sent him that clip. Hold on. Sorry. You're gonna you're, you're I'm sorry. No, no, no. I'm sorry. That's a very important. You just want to tell the punchline? It's a funny detail. That's not the punchline. It's a <laughs> so, funny detail. I will come up there and whip your ass right goddamn now. You want to get whipped on a live podcast? Well, I'm just gonna hear you come upstairs. Yeah, it's gonna take me a minute to get up there, but when I yeah, die, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm gonna come through that it. door and turn your door into fucking toothpicks. I'm not Boom. gonna edit that out either. That's <laughs> in, in All right, the so. Uh, I I was talking about it during a live stream and I'm like, and just so you guys know, you've heard me say badonkadonk a lot. And just the other day, Joe Rogan and, you know, the little excerpt of him, he said, I got to get me some badonkadonk. Now, what I said during the live stream, I said, now you guys know that lots of people use that word. And you guys know that it was purely a coincidence that Joe Rogan said it just after I said it just a few days. But don't think for one second I'm not going to lie and pretend <laughs> that this is absolute proof that Joe listens to our live streams. Oh, I'm going to tell everyone that this is absolutely convincing evidence that he was listening to me and I influenced him and Joe listens to Gen X Talks. And it was it was really funny. So this guy emails me and says, let me tell you how Joe Rogan's sphere of influence works. And he's, he's, he knows what he's talking. He goes, there's his inner circle. And then there's an outer circle. And um, if you can email people ideas and stuff to the outer circle, if they think it's worthy, they bring it to the inner circle. And if they like it, they just hand it to Joe. He goes, but that's how it works. And I said, okay, uh, so (laughs) he says, well, I'm, I'm part of the outer circle. So I'm going to send him some of your clips. I'm going to send him your stuff. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. Now this happened three weeks before the Robert Jones incidents. So, you know, I had already talked about Joe in my live stream. I, I, I pulled that down. The kid made it a slice and it was really funny and everybody was having a good time with it. 
especially since I admitted that it was all luck and coincidence, but I totally, I totally admitted also that I'm going to use this to my advantage and mm-hmm. pretend it was real. And then the Robert Jones things happens and I, I lose my goddamn mind with this guy. And then uh, a day or two later, Robert Jones emailed me. He says, Hey man, I was just having a good, I'm sorry if I fucked things up. I'm just trying to have a good time. And uh, that was really funny. So I emailed him back. I said, Oh, now you're part of Gen X lore forever. That was really funny. Thanks for being, thanks for being a good sport. I railed on you pretty hard. And all of a sudden I, when I went to email him back, I didn't hit reply. I was actually putting in his email and it filled it in for me. He was the guy from the inner, from the outer circle of Joe Rogan. And I torched him. I fucking, my, my one shot at getting near Joe Rogan, the outer circle guy to give to the inner circle guy. And I roasted the outer circle guy. No idea it was him. I had no fucking clue. And there I am going, Oh my God, this is, I looked up the email before and I'm like, Oh shit. So now I got to email him and play it, you know, kind of cool. Like, all right, you're a good sport and thanks for hanging out. And Mm -hmm. thanks for not taking too seriously. And you know, now you're part of Gen X lore forever. Please give my stuff to Joe Rogan. Don't don't hold it together. <laughs> please, please don't be mad. You know, you had to have all of those emotions in one email. And I was like, God, I I remember telling the kid, I go, I really stepped on my dick with this Robert Jones thing. He's like, Hell, he's just some guy. I go now, he, he was not some guy. <laughs> he was so, the guy. Yeah, yeah, he's the guy. And notice it's been months, and there's no contact from Joe Rogan. So there you go. <laughs> hey, you never know. He might just be keeping it in his back pocket for a good time. Ah, you never know. But it was that yeah, was just one he gets more story. Bored or runs out of ideas, you know. Or there. <laughs> yeah, let's make fun of the dumb mechanic in the middle of the desert. Come on, get him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> I bet y'all would have a pretty awesome conversation. I, I I'm a fan of Joe Rogan, and I think that I would find a way to help plug us in to his format, mm-hmm. but. Um, the more, if you really look at his stuff, he, he has such high rolling people on there, um, that have interesting stories that the entire world would want to know. Um, he would literally be bending both of his knees all the way to the ground. You know, he'd, he'd have to lower himself so far to come down to our level. I don't, I don't ever see it happening just because of a ratings thing. There'd be no way for him to make a dollar on it. You know, he couldn't put that up anywhere and have any, anybody watching it. It just feasibly doesn't look right to me but what do i know you never know. dumb mechanic in middle desert All right so we are back after some network troubles that's my bad uh so we left off, you were talking about the Joe Rogan podcast, and we uh, kind of wrapped up that conversation, which kind of made me wonder about Gen Z Kid being a senior in high school. Yes, so yes, is I am. There a, is there going to be an upcoming name change to maybe Gen Z Young Man? <laughs> uh, I, don't, I don't really know. I feel like it's... Gen Z kid kind of sticks because I'm still a kid to everybody else who watches us and I'm still a kid. I'm still Gen X dad's kid. So I've actually never even thought about that, to be honest. Like, how would I change the name? So um, I, I I don't really know. When the time comes, 
I might change it, but for right well, now, it's not going to change for a while. Billy the Kid was Billy the Kid all the way till he died. The Cisco Kid was the Cisco Kid, no matter how old he got. I think you're pretty safe there. Okay. Well, <laughs> I just, you know, just like I, I don't think I'd be Gen Z, man. It doesn't really roll off the tongue as well, you know? Because when you think of Gen Z, all you see are kids, you know? You don't picture that some of Gen Z are actually in their early 20s, mid-20s. There's no way they are. No way. That's a scary thought. No, they're not. Gen Z is already – no, what's – wait, what's the first year of Gen Z? 19 – No. 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 Yeah, 1990. Is that true? Holy shit. Yeah, even if it is 2000, it's still 21. Yeah, 22. That's bullshit. Yeah. Not, thanks for making me feel old. Good job. <laughs> I didn't have to do that. That was already there. Oh, it's <clears throat> a uh, So do you plan on going to college after high school? Um, oh, man, that's are you gonna, the future. Are you the future is scary to think about, especially with the Gen X talks in mind, because – like, I don't know if this – I, I was about to say if this will take off because I feel like it already has, you know. And doing this with my dad is always super fun. Like, we have our bumps and everything whenever I'm still bugging him all the time. But I don't know. I kind of have a little bit of a plan, but it's not so concrete that I'm sticking to it no matter what, you know. Have you thought about media, uh, media management type stuff? Um, No. I don't even know if I'd be able to do that. You know, like if I had the skill set or the connections, you know, to be proficient in that type of a job, because it does take a lot. Like, I feel like to be a manager, it's not just helping somebody grow. It's helping them get to the next level of like the level we're trying to get at with sponsorships and other stuff like that. So I don't know. I'd, I've considered it a little bit, but I don't think I would do it as a career. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. What about you, Gen X, Dad? What are you going to do in the future if he goes to college? The first thing I'm going to do if he goes to college is have a party. I was just about to say that. You mean after the party? You mean after the party? Yeah. Uh, assuming he actually goes to college, I mean goes away, I don't think he's going to. I think I'm stuck with him because uh, there's a couple of good universities or one university and some junior colleges nearby uh, that his brothers and sisters went to a little bit that he could do just fine getting his core classes out of the way and doing some stuff. I, I don't think it's far enough away for me to say, here's 300 bucks a month. That's my contribution towards your rent of wherever you're going to be. Just send me a postcard around Christmas time. Let me know you're still alive. I think they're close enough where he's going to drive. He'll, he'll be driving back yeah. and forth. So hold on back to the college point of view, like the two colleges I was thinking is I'm going to like Bakersfield college local. That's two years in that. And then my friends and I were thinking, well, if we both do Bakersfield college, we can go to Fresno state and that's only two hours away. So it's not super far away to a point where he can't not think about me, you know? Hmm. So he's kind of stuck. He's in a catch 22 right now. Well, I always could farm you out uh, for uh, let someone adopt you. Say, would anyone like to practice? Would anyone like to have a, an adopted son for a little while? Try out what it's like. Maybe it would discourage some people from having kids. <laughs> I think the media discourages everybody enough these days. Hmm. Uh, 
All right. So that's pretty awesome. So what has been the most enlightening moment of your life so far? Gen X kid. Let's start with you. Gen most Z. enlightening. Yes. Most enlightening. You mean besides the time I took shrooms. <laughs> what? <laughs> you can't say that on. You're so full of shit. I'm kidding. I'm you kidding. Lie. I'm kidding. No, I was, it was <laughs> first thing that came to mind. Was <laughs> um, most enlightening. Um, when this was really taking off, uh, I always wanted to keep it simple. But then I really – Gen X mom sat me down and said, you really have an opportunity here that you need to take advantage of. And I was 15 at the time, like a year a year and a half ago maybe. Yeah, a year and a half ago. I was new to this whole thing. I was still like bright-eyed, like, oh, my God, TikTok's amazing. And my mom sat me down and said, do you really want to make this like a profitable business? And as a 15-year-old, I was like, profitable business? It's just social media. It can't be that hard, you know? And – it's turned out to be a lot more time consuming and difficult than I anticipated. And it's really opened my eyes up to how, how lucky I am to be in a situation that I am in now. And Gen X dad helps me out a ton and Gen X mom helps me out a ton. There's no way I would have done this like without them in the first place. So yeah, that's the most enlightening all right, thing. Gen X dad, this is the, the question we're all waiting on. Because you've lived a good long life, uh, what has been the most enlightening thing you've came across? Well, I always used to make fun of people in social media. I would, you know, uh, when social media was out and people would say, "What do you do for work?" and someone's response was, "Oh, I'm a social media influencer." I'd say, oh, so you don't have a fucking job. What do you sit around all day and just read Facebook posts and uh, take pictures of your food and put it on the Internet? You dumb shit. Why don't you get off your ass and get a job like your parents did? Get out there in the world. And I felt that way since the Internet began up until uh, the kids started doing this stuff. And it, and not that there was any big profit in it. You got to remember when you're on, when you're putting stuff up on TikTok, you don't get shit. You don't get any money at all. You get, I think he got one video that had $104 attached to it. Mm -hmm. And that was it. You, the only way you get money on TikTok is if someone sponsors you. If, if, if Coca Cola or DeWalt or Milwaukee said, you know, here's $2,000, make mm -hmm. a video, put it on your site. That's it. Mm -hmm. That's the only way you get any money from them. Now they're trying to change that now. So I didn't really see any possibilities even after he was in TikTok. Yeah. However, when you start spreading um, your brand around the way he has, he's got, you know, uh, on TikTok, he's got two Facebook pages, one personal, one business. He's got an Instagram page. He's big on YouTube. Um, he does a podcast. And then, you know, you can put advertisements in your podcast so you get, you know, $30 a month. Okay, you get 30 bucks a month for it. Big deal. But, you know, you get $30 from this one, $40 from that one, 200 from this one, 300 from that one, 50 from over here. Well, all of a sudden, now if you really put out the effort, you really put out the the time and put things on where they where they belong to go. You know, you learn your audience. Well, now all of a sudden you've got, you know, maybe 10 or 15 lines of income coming in that you started out with each one of them being $40. Now they're at a hundred dollars. Now they're at $175. Well, now it starts to make a difference. 
Mm-hmm. You know, you get all these little, there's no, there's no home runs out there for Gen X talks, but you can start pulling things in um, a little bit across the board through, through advertising. So, you know, it's, it's a lot more work than you'd think. It's a full-time job, but the, you, you, I was enlightened at the fact that, wow, there is a possibility to make. Now, remember, He's doing all this with no home run videos. If he gets one on Facebook or one on YouTube that within a month gets millions of views, mm-hmm. the advertising revenue would go. I, don't, I wouldn't know how to calculate it, but it would be yeah. substantial for him. So it people can make money. I didn't. I didn't think there was there was a possibility. I think there was a way. I used to make fun of people for that, but now he's turned a corner mm-hmm. where I can see some low level stuff out there. All it's going to take is for him to keep growing it, and I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to pull my foot out of my mouth because that that may turn into something. You, sir, have actually got the quite the following yourself. How do you feel that you might be labeled as an influencer? I'd have to go shoot myself. <laughs> I, I, I don't want to be labeled. Go ahead. I was on y'all's live uh, live feed. I think it was Monday or Tuesday of last week, and I seen all those people just chatting and chatting and chatting and chatting and chatting. How the hell do you manage that chaos? Um, it's it's really difficult. Carefully, <laughs> yeah. Um, we have uh, we have two moderators, uh, uh, Liz, Miss Liz, and Allie from Boston. And while I'm while I'm doing something over here, watching, uh, I have my screen in front of me so I can see what I'm doing. Make sure my camera doesn't fall over. Make sure my camera doesn't turn off. I have a make sure I got a picture of what I what I'm look. Am I still in frame? You know, I don't want to be leaning over to one side. But then off to one side, I have the chat scrolling by. On the other side, um, uh, we open up uh, Microsoft Documents. Is that, am I saying that it's right? It's Google Doc. Google Doc. Sorry, Google Docs. Yeah. And um, they can write on there, and I can write on there. I can see what they're doing live. So mm-hmm. when I miss things, when I miss important things that come by, they screenshot it and just put it over there for me. So about every fifteen minutes, I scroll over. I go. Let, we call it between the sheets because it's it's paper, you know, but sheets of paper. It looks like. So I go, let me check between the sheets. I got Allie and Liz over between the sheets. You don't want to leave those ladies between the sheets neglected for too long. And I go over there and I read all of the past stuff I missed. Well, that's good for two reasons. One, if there's important comments that should be read, I don't miss them. And they they catch those for me. There's two of them that that's their job is to catch those. But the second reason it's important is um, viewers they know that now. We've been doing it for so, so long. Yeah. They know that if they write a, a comment or a super chat or they write something important, if they wait long enough, I'm going to read it because the girls mm-hmm. have posted it for me and I won't miss it. So it's worked out to pre, pre, be a pretty good format, although big creators slam me all the time for reading comments. They tell me all the time, stop reading comments. Just do your show. Talk about your stuff. They'll get over it. They'll, you know, don't, don't try to read every, come on now, just go get on, get on with the program. And it's it's not like, and it's not like big creators don't want you to read comments. No, they just, they just don't have the time to get into it without ruining their show. But that's what makes his show or my dad's show or our show so good is that he literally reads every comment he can to the best of his ability with the help of our moderators. 
and with the help of some other like community members like Mrs. Four, she Yeah. And we just it helped he's right because that makes the show. It's Mm -hmm. a whole different vibe on our when you watch one of our live streams because I'm trying to make it like a campfire. I'm trying mm-hmm. to make it like we're sitting around a bar. I, there, you guys are talking to me, and I'm I'm talking back to you. It's you know I'm not, I don't want to skip anybody. I have to, but I don't I don't like it. Yeah, you skipped over me. Well, that was intentional, but you know I I feel like it was. I feel like you seen the name. You were like, "Fuck that guy." I did, well, I tried to cover it up when I saw you. I put my hand over my mic and I, I said, "Kid, he's in here right now. Can you get him out of the room?" No, he's talking in the chat room right here. Can you just, can you help me? Just, no, no, I don't want to answer him right now. It's a long. Just get rid of him, you know. And then I come and back. So, in the the I worst part is it. when he's live, he always tells me, "Don't talk to me. Leave me alone." Like he really gets into it, you know. Oh man, I'm ruining my whole setup here. Um, he really gets into it with uh, with everybody there that I'm not even allowed to talk to him at all. I, Dad, the house is on fire. He's like, I'm in the middle of a live stream. Hold on. They're like, Dad, somebody just broke into my car. He's like, Hold on, I, I'm in the middle of a live stream. I'll get to that. And then at the end of it, he's if it's a bottom of the glass nation show, he's so drunk that yeah. he doesn't even that I don't even want to ask him anymore to the point where no. it's, he's not even going to help. No, not at all. I get so drunk on those shows and everybody's drinking and laughing and asking questions and we're carrying on. And then he comes on and he'll come over to me, stand right next to me. I'll go, what the fuck do you want? He'll go, it's, it's my show. It's my, my, my Gen X talks is mine. You're helping me. Oh yeah, fine. I forgot. What do you, what do you want? <laughs> now we get runaway. Runaway train is the best way to describe it. Oh, that's funny. It's actually pretty cool. But I did ask a, revel- a relevant question because y'all were talking about music, and I do want to know this answer, though. I didn't get it out of you. What is your favorite genre of music it- today? You got to go you- first. Yeah. Oh, I'm going first? Yeah. <laughs> ah, okay. So I listen to all kinds of music. Uh, I'm forced to listen to 80s music because this guy plays his playlist 24-7. And he plays it on our Alexa Everywhere group. We have a group called Everywhere, so it's literally every device. And I have one on my nightstand. So I'll wake up in the morning listening to Piano Man blast through my (laughs) speakers. I'm like, bro, what the heck is going on? I'm trying to sleep. And my dog's like, bro, what is this? So I... I, there's there's nothing wrong with Billy Joel in the morning. Now, come on. <laughs> okay. I personally listen to uh, multiple genres of music. Uh, rap. I listen to rap. And alt. it's called alt rock. It's I, I don't know how to explain it. But if you li- listen to it, like, I don't know. It's like rock, but not really. That's why I call it alt rock. But, yeah, mostly rap, though. It's a beautifully music. long story. Yeah. I, like I had music. to complain, you know. I like music from 1955 to 1999, and it's got to be rock and roll on the classic side of things. Okay. Is that easy? That was easy. Yeah, but my story was funny and entertaining. Your story was a lie. You love 80s music. It literally happened like last week. Last week was Piano Man. This morning, I don't know what was playing. I think I woke up before you. But I swear, tomorrow, if I sleep in, it's going to happen. You're going to get some a big dose of Rod Stewart at 6 a.m. Oh, I think he's going to do it just to piss you off. <laughs> I guarantee it. I'm going to set an alarm and wake up and do it. There's going to be some ACDC hell's bells <laughs> rolling through that house. 
Yeah, for God's sakes. Oh, that's awesome. Right. So where can yeah. everybody find y'all? Well, uh, Bakersfield, California, but social media wise, um, (laughs) everybody find y'all on social media and (laughs) social media wise. It's Gen X talks everywhere, literally everywhere. So, uh, TikTok, Gen X. We're not, we're not on Amazon. That's our podcast. Not on Amazon podcasts. They don't like us anyways, but yeah, Amazon, everybody's on Amazon. That's weird. He's got a link tree on his website, www.genxtalks.com. There's a link tree on there that has Mm -hmm. really cool icons for everything, whether you're looking for on a regular social media platform or whether you're looking for a podcast or you're trying to get in touch with us. Uh, Mm -hmm. The big one he just launched uh, is a Discord server. And um, that's a multiple chat rooms. I dig that thing. There's all all these different chat rooms that you can go in and there's there people are in them all the time. And we've only had it at what, about two months now, eight weeks. Yeah. And he's already, he's over 600. Yeah. He's over 600 people. So it's growing pretty fast. It's, and it's cause it's fun. It's a lot Mm -hmm. of fun to hang out there. So yeah, pretty much whatever you're looking for. um, I just tell people whatever you want to find him on. People say, well, you on Facebook, Google Gen X Talks Facebook. It'll come up. Well, are you guys on TikTok? Google Gen X Talks TikTok. It'll come up. Wherever you're trying to find us, just put that in the search with our name and something will pop up. Awesome. Have you all tried out Twitter spaces yet? I don't even know what that is. Oh, Y'all are going to have to check that out. I bet your fans would go ape crap because you can actually bring your fans up to ask that question like you do on your live stream. Hmm. And then you can send them back down to listener after they're done uh, asking their question. I did not know that. Mm. Pretty trippy. Yeah, I do one every Thursday night just for podcasters. Well, I just want you to know that I may not have the love for Twitter that I used to. Elon and I, we're not sure if we want to invest in this company like we were thinking a couple months ago. They just really weren't as forthright um, with all their information. So I was having lunch with Elon the other day, and we decided to just put everything on pause. So I don't think I'm going to be as interested in participating in Twitter as I might have been. But uh, I'm not saying no. I'm just saying right now, um, kind of on hold. They're rubbing me the wrong way. I hear you. I got you. I don't want to take up any more of y'all's time, so I appreciate y'all coming back on and finishing and helping extend the episode out. Y'all ever get bored, hit me up, and we'll have another conversation. Absolutely. Thanks for having us on. I really appreciate it. Yeah, I'm Uh, glad to be invited onto a podcast. Yeah, let us know when you're gonna when you when it goes live when you edit it together and get your stuff squared away, and uh, we'll put it up on all of our sites. Let everybody go take a listen. It'll be this Sunday at noon. We'll be ready. Thanks again. I'm down here. I'm going to be right on the editing because y'all are up in queue. You're up next. (laughs) Okay. Far out. Well, we'll look forward to it at the end of the week. (laughs) Awesome. I appreciate y'all coming on. Well, that's all the time we have for today. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, Blue Collar Enlightenment Show, and at the BCE Show on Twitter. Give us a follow and remember, rating and reviews help the podcast go a long way. Thanks for listening. This week's shout out goes to Confessions of a Closet Romantic. Go check her out.